Hello and welcome back to this short episode of Inside the Mind of Champions. I realise that some of the micro lessons recently haven't been all that micro, but this one will be. It's meant to give you a thought-provoking puzzle to reflect on this week. This is actually the format of video micro lessons from our members club. They're four or five minutes long and each week we give a challenge to inspire fresh thinking in your leadership, your teams and across your business. We found this format and this rhythm really works for our busy clients and it's a trusted source of learning to set everyone's week up. So remember you can join our members club for free by going to sportingedge.com forward slash membership and if you create your own profile and then use the code podcast 100 as the discount code at the checkout you'll get a month completely free. You'll receive weekly challenges from me, invitation to fascinating events and also the chance to use our digital toolkit of around 900 two-minute insights for about 90 performance themes to inspire your team. And if you like the podcast, you'll be blown away by the video platform that we've developed for your business. So give it a try, sportingedge.com forward slash membership, and you'll be joining some of the biggest brands in pharmaceuticals, financial services, automotive, tech and consulting. So come and join us. Thanks very much to Joe Bells for your five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's greatly appreciated. And I also had a question emailed through to hello at sportingedge.com from Jenny. And it reads, hi, Jeremy, I recently found your podcast and I'm listening to the back catalogue. It's so relevant for my work and life. And the one thing I'm battling with at the moment is that I'm a people pleaser and I worry about letting people down. Can you help? Well, Jenny, thanks for taking the time to write and I'm glad you're enjoying the show. You're describing a very common challenge. We're all social creatures and there are survival benefits to being part of a pack, a tribe or a community. If we were rejected, we'd be isolated out in the wilderness and we'd have to fend for ourselves. So clearly we don't want that from a survival perspective. Well, that historic context might have gone, but our brain hasn't caught up. So today it might feel more like we're in a social wilderness, but that can feel pretty painful too. Our modern world is hyper-connected by technology with digital friends, followers and likes, yet we can feel reliant on their judgment and acceptance of it. So let's dig into this a little bit more. And as always, I've added the search term into our members library and found some great insights from the elite performers that we've interviewed. Today's insight comes from a world-class Olympian. It's Sir Matthew Pinson, who won four gold medals over a 16-year rowing career. Hopefully this resonates, Jenny, as even the world's best have fears, doubts and worries about failure and letting their teammates down, as we'll now hear. Fear of failure is really significant but for me, it would be fear of failing my teammates. That's, you know, if I make a mistake and it costs me my gold medal, that's one level of issue. If I make a mistake and it costs me and my teammates their gold medal, then that costs me sleep. And that, you know, that's, that's the reality and the beauty of team sport. Um, you know, there, there are plenty of things that I could have done that would have lost us the race in any of our Olympics. Um, and it, it, if it was going to go, it would happen very quickly. And you would know the instant that it had happened, I've just cost us the race, and it would haunt me now. 
Um, so, you know, that's the kind of minefield that you're in, but, but equally they're in it too. And so that bond between you, we had a thing about, look, you know, we win together and we lose together. And I would never have blamed somebody else had they made a mistake and it cost me money because, you know, it, you just can't live like that. So that's a really interesting point that Sir Matthew Pinson worried more about letting his teammates down than failing himself. Yet he wouldn't have held it against any of them if they were the ones that made the mistake. I think the key here is that Matthew's talking about his teammates. These are the people that he cares about and the people that are in the same plan and the same mission as him. I wonder if we sometimes expect to please everyone all the time and that circle extends way beyond the boat and can extend to 50 people or more, which becomes impossible to please all of them all of the time. So step one, I guess, is to limit the people you're trying to support or to impress to a lower number. Then we need a really clear view of their expectations or what good looks like, because if there's a gap between what we think they expect and what they actually expect, then that's going to cause stress because we're just going to worry and we're not being realistic in the first place. So as ever, getting clarity on what good looks like is going to be really important. And then at least we've got a realistic benchmark to aim on rather than focus on this intangible goal of perfection for everyone in this extended community. Then I think what we can do is kick off the chat with our team about any potential derailers or anxieties that we've got. When they're trapped in our heads, they seem much worse because in the vacuum, they bounce around and we catastrophize them into being something much more demoralizing. But when we discuss them, we often find that these are irrational fears and worries that we all hold. We're trying to protect ourselves and stay safe. So we all want to do our best. And if we can bring these out into the open and have some discussions, then we can make plans and we can react calmly if these pressure points or derailers actually do happen. And then fourthly, I think we need to focus on our preparation and execution of our role. Don't worry about what the other boats might do. Don't worry what the weather might be doing. Just dial up your focus on what you need to do with your rhythm and your stroke to deliver your best performance. And then you can relax because that's all you can do. So we have to choose where we're going to put our energy. We either put all of our energy into our preparation and delivery around that specific goal that we're aiming for. Or we put our energy into worrying about how people might react if we fail. We can't have it both ways. So we need to make sure that we maximise our focus and time on our skills and our preparation. And then I think, Jenny, we've got to think about, do we want to be pleasing everybody? Because that's not necessarily going to bring high performance choices. I think if you're a leader or a manager, then sometimes we have to do the things that people wouldn't naturally choose. Uh, We don't take the easy option. We think we do the things that in the short term can be big sacrifices or big changes or uncomfortable disciplines to build. But in the long term, we know that they're going to build these high performance habits and create a new lifestyle, a new family dynamic or a new business, whatever it might be. So I think we've got to take the courage in our own decisions and commit to those and stay very close to our own values, because then this gives us a sense of increased confidence and self-esteem as we reinforce our core beliefs. 
In other words, we're staying true to ourselves and what we really believe in rather than bending to appease everyone else, which can be absolutely exhausting. As Matthew Pinson said, any decent person who's a team player shouldn't hold it against you if you've really worked hard, committed your best and done what you thought was right. It's just part of performance and we can have setbacks and that can happen to anyone in their career. So Jenny, hopefully this formula shows you that we can't let our fear of letting people down paralyze us. We have to crack on to be optimistic, to be focused and commit. And then we'll have no regrets and that's ultimately what we've got to try and do. Thanks so much for listening. And if there's anyone in your network that you think would enjoy this episode or the show, then please do share it with them. It's a pretty challenging time at the moment. So if any of the content here and the advice from Matthew Pinson helps one person, then we've done a good job. I hope you have a great dog walk, a coffee break or commute. Don't forget to get in touch with any questions for future episodes or if you need a webinar or workshop for your business. So you can reach me on hello at sportingedge.com. Until next time, stay focused on delivering your best. That's good enough. And we'll see you soon.